Hey, it's time for Priority Pastor. Hi, this is Darren Wright, and welcome back to Priority Pastor. Just a quick note, an observation, maybe a memo uh, to a few churches out there, and that is this. Online church is not the same thing as a Sunday morning worship service. I think we've got to identify that and, and put a stake in the ground and recognize that moving our services online is not really supposed to be and is not most effective when it's just a clone of the service in most cases. Now, interestingly, I'm currently involved in two different churches. One is a transitional coach doing some preaching and another is a transitional pastor. The one I'm coaching in is a church of about a thousand people with three services. The other church I'm actually transitional pastor in is a church of about a hundred with one service. And last weekend, they were both online. Now, I wasn't involved in both last weekend. I'll be involved in the, the large one this coming weekend. But as we moved into online mode with our little church in our small town, we quickly made a decision that based on things we'd already seen online, that we would not try to reproduce our Sunday morning service online. We wouldn't have a worship team, preach from the platform, you know, do the full meal deal of a service, that it was much more like, much more like a webinar, really. We had a five-minute countdown. People logged in. We used the online church platform from lifechurch.tv. God bless them for their willingness to share that platform for free with so many people. We used that platform and at you know, five minutes to a countdown started with music and people were already there chatting in the, in the live chat alongside the screen. And at starting time, I gave some announcements, played a video of a song, and then I did a teaching, did a few more announcements and closed it off. And the whole thing was about 38 minutes uh, from beginning to end. In retrospect, we should have added a song at the end that was relevant to the message. And as the sovereignty of God would have it, I was preaching on Philippians 4, verses 4 to 9, which is, in fact, a pathway to peace. You can check that out if you like. It might be a good passage to look at these days. You can find it at lwac.com, L-W-A-C.ca, pardon me, lwac.ca, church we're in there. And, and that's what we did. Now, in the, in the larger church I'm involved with, they've been live streaming for a long time. They've had Facebook Lives, they've got outstanding tech crew, they've got great equipment. And so for them, they did exactly the, the same thing the last two Sundays that they would normally do, except there was nobody because of restrictions and gathering. There was nobody in the sanctuary. There's nobody in the hall. They just did it to the video cameras, to they did the worship, they did the teaching, they did the announcements. It was like a regular service. And again, because they've got a good tech crew, the quality is outstanding. The video is outstanding. The audio is outstanding. I flipped to another church, the same size church, that obviously didn't have the same level of technical skill. And the camera work was nowhere near. And the audio, which is really important, the audio was way, way, way down. And so that second church, even though it's a large church, needs to revisit what they're trying to do. I've been trying to think about the best way to describe what I think is the most effective way on being online. I, I think, number one, when it comes to the weekly service, think more like a podcast than a service. Th think of a video podcast or a really good YouTube channel where there is discussion and interview and graphics and 
you know, sound imports where, where there's there's lots going on. I mean, there's some outstanding video podcasts. You know, the biggest podcast in the world is, I think, Joe Rogan, where he just sits and visits with people for an hour and a half. You can do good things. You can interview people. You can discuss passages of scripture or issues around scripture, topics tying them back to scripture. So there are ways to do that. And I'm still figuring out what we're going to do. In the meantime, we're just going to be doing these truncated services with a couple of played songs, uh, some teaching, some focus. And I think where we can really gain some leverage is by adding some content outside of that time where we can add devotionals, where we can do Facebook lives, where we can do, as I'm doing this week, different meetings via Zoom, even prayer meetings that people can come in and join together in a group, even though they're maybe isolated at home and do a Zoom meeting. So just want to flag again the fact that online church service is not the same thing and should not be just a reproduction of Sunday morning in most cases. Most churches can't pull it off. And in fact, in the area we're in where they're really battening down the hatches as far as physical slash social isolation, you won't be able to have a worship team together in the same place for a meeting like that very long, very much longer, it looks like. So we're going to have to get creative. Good news is, as the Apostle Paul said from prison, God's word is not chained. God's word is not bound to these restrictions that lots can be done. And we just need to pray for wisdom, for creativity, to be like the men of Issachar who knew what was going on, knew what the times called for, and take action. So wisdom to you whenever you're listening to this, whether it's in the middle of a crisis, a recalibration of church, or in the regular flow of ministry, wisdom to you. God will give us what we need. He's already given us what we need in his spirit and his word. He'll give us what we need to be disciples who make disciples. So God bless and press on. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.